I would like to be the alpha Chad that can just email my students. Sent from my <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I always feel so stressed emailing my professors and then they email me back. They're just like, he he XD. Sent from <laughs> like, <laughs> That's actually facts. <laughs> yeah, so like, you're just like, you're like doctor, professor or whatever. And just like, you know, have a nice day. Like, I just, you know, I'm please like help me. Like, can yeah. you send my deadline or something? They're just like, yeah, like it's true, bro. Sentences. Like, don't worry about it. Full punctuation, uh, yeah, like it, intro, conclusion, stuff like that, and then they're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, send for my iPhone. Yeah, I like did have a professor though where I heard that if you emailed him, he would like sometimes just like not respond. He would just correct your email and then send it back, and then wait <laughs> a nicer email. Like. <laughs> It's so bad. Why? It's such a waste of time. I don't know. This man was just on a power high constantly. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Nuance Nonsense. Uh, we're not experts. We just like talking. These are your co-host, Alex. This is your other co-host, Ben. And I brought on two family friends, Christy and Sarah. Also, Sarah is the person who designed our little like graphic character people. So, yeah. What else would you like to say about yourselves? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm in med school. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Your only characteristic. Yeah, that's yeah I know. My entire life. No? Yeah. <laughs> you like me. Mm. I, I feel like I have like, no personality. I'm just like, hi, I'm Sarah. I draw sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You drew for Nuance Nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That counts. <laughs> Yeah, so we typically start off with like a softball question. So I was like, we were talking a little bit about this just now. And so I was like reading about like fake conspiracy theories about like Corona. And they're talking about how this is like the current darkest timeline, right? And so like in this line with this sort of like conspiracy theory of time travel, which like event would you like remove like post like Corona? Oh, from like, like, January 2020 onward? Yeah, so there was like World War Three. there was like a lot of fires, there was like murder hornets, there was, there was a handful of other stuff, I just can't think of it at the moment. You know, I would either get rid of the murder hornets or like the Australian wildfires. I feel like it's just like, A, like not like a giant problem but it's just like annoying enough that like we definitely could have done without it it's just like one of the <laughs> things yeah I feel like was the murder hornets like even real because i feel like it was a thing and then it suddenly wasn't so i'm like i feel like is there even a point in trying to get rid of that <laughs> i don't know i'm scared of those things really? dude yeah i don't know i feel like i, I it just like disappeared and i was like huh <laughs> I'd probably get rid of the wildfires. I feel like if I tried to get rid of like coronavirus, I feel like that would mess up the timeline so bad that like something worse <laughs> would happen. Like we'd have like tsunamis everywhere or something. <laughs> We're all the more three. Yeah, whatever. like I don't want to mess too hard with like the butterfly effect. It like kind of ah, yeah. me out. Mm, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Alex, what would you sort of like erase if you had time travel? Uh, I mean, I was kind of thinking and then because when they were saying, they were like, oh, the wildfires. I'm like, why wouldn't you get rid of coronavirus? But then she talked about the butterfly effects. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, I feel like when you ever, even if you remove the smallest thing, like for the butterfly effects, it's like, that is what kicks off like 
the end of the world, right? Like, for example, <laughs> like you, could, you could do something like there was a little boy, you know, he was too poor to have toys and he was bullied because of it. And because of that, resentment built up in his heart. And ever he saw rich kids, he was like, that could have been me. I could have had Bionicles growing up. And they said, <laughs> I'm going to set revenge on the people who prevented me from having a fun childhood. And he becomes like a fascist and like, you know, maybe not a fascist, he becomes like a hardcore communist revolutionary who like gets rid of the, the upper class and like destroys our government. And uh, we become like the Soviet Union, you know? And it's all because his parents were too poor to afford buying toys for him. So, you know, and then like we could change it to be like, oh, his parents have enough money where we could give him Legos or something. And then he becomes like, I don't know, a peaceful man, you know, the next Dalai Lama or whatever. But then because he got the toy, that means someone else didn't get the toy. And that person came in and was like, he's, he's different, you know. He's like, I'm not going to uh, destroy the upper, the rich class. Like, I'm going to get there and then make America my slaves, you know. So I feel like the possibilities are endless. So I didn't answer your question, but I basically have a paralysis by analysis because uh, you never know what might happen. Uh, that's good that was yeah. really that was really good yeah <laughs> maybe we should just like not mess with anything yeah maybe maybe we should <laughs> not mess with the timeline yeah what would what would, yeah. Matt, what would you do what would you do i don't know because now that alex brings that up I'm just like, hmm. but then i'm just like maybe the maybe the key move was to like start getting prepped earlier in the u.s like like fucking give someone a nudge you know because, like, I just remember before coronavirus came, like, just spread out across the entire fucking world, like, everyone just kind of just like, yeah, dude, it won't come here. That's just uh... a... <laughs> everyone just, like, watching like, China, like... Yeah, it, like, it was a meme at first. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, the, the, I think, like, the very same people who are, like, like, oh, you should wear masks right now, we're saying don't wear masks because, like, you need it for, like, medical responders or, like, if you're Asian and wearing a mask, like, it might look, like, racist or something like that. And it's just like, everything is so kind of um, derived from like the media, I guess. Like you kind of just follow the flow of what uh, publications are saying right now. And mm -hmm. I, I just think it's- You know what I would do? You know what, I just thought of this. So like it, it broke out in Asia, right? And it like really spiked in places like China, South Korea, um, what other Asian countries? I don't know. But anyway, it's- it, Taiwan. <laughs> you know what is really popular in that section of the world? K-pop. So. What the idea is you got to like normalize like mask wearing. So it's like, I think I would go back in time and tell like BTS or something like you got to really normalize this behavior because it's very positively beneficial to society. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like mask wearing is already popular. No, no, but like on a, like a wide scale, like a, like a good chunk of the populace, not just young people. Does BTF have that much influence amongst like not Asian kids? I mean, we're just talking about in Asia because it broke out there first, right? Oh, I see. Well, I feel like it's already popular in Asia to wear masks, though. Like yeah, in it's Asia. already like pretty commonplace in Asia. Yeah. So I don't mm. know what else they could have done. Like, I have a distinct memory of going to Taiwan to visit my uncle, and my aunt was wearing a mask and sunglasses, and we were taking a photo, and you like could not recognize her because she was like <laughs> in disguise. And it's because it's popular to wear masks in uh, East Asia because of the pollution and stuff. Yeah. Okay, maybe we need popularize it amongst American citizens. 
Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, need like some like American celebrity to wear a mask. Like, <laughs> like who? Like Adele? Yeah, Adele wears masks. Wait, like, oh, here. This this brings on a topic. Like, what is the most popular celebrity? Like, who has the most draw or influence? No, I don't know. That's I don't a good know question. About celebrities anymore. Like, like <laughs> Dang, America's truly divided. We don't have a popular celebrity. Yeah, we yeah, don't. We just have like one person we can look mm. to and. Wow. I, f- I think it depends on, like, the sub-community you're in, right? So if you're, like, into sports, you know, like, if LeBron James wore a mask earlier, mm-hmm. um, maybe people would wear a mask more in the, like, sports community. Um, if – I don't really know who – I don't know, like, 21 Savage wore a mask or something. <laughs> I don't know how popular he is amongst the hip-hop community. Maybe people would wear masks mask more. I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, Kanye or, like – Robert Downey Jr. or like maybe like Kylie Jenner. Yeah, know. like the Kardashians. Kardashians just wear oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Actually, I don't know how popular Kanye is anymore because I was watching like a video and like I was really bored. So I was watching Bronny <laughs> James like play like 2K or something. And people were asking him questions. They're like, Drake or Kanye? He was like, Drake. And I was like, to me, I was like, that's kind of blasphemy. But then, like all the younger, all like younger kids, like, people younger than us like in middle school high school or like all like drake and i was like oh probably the probably to them like kanye is just some like weird black trump supporter who's just like lo- off his rocker you know like they don't they weren't around to listen to like some of his more popular songs like from like graduation to like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy so like i don't even know if kanye would have that much of an influence amongst like people these days especially since like everyone just thinks he's like crazy Okay, so I looked it up. The person with the most amount of followers on Instagram is Cristiano Ronaldo. That makes sense. Also, Justin Bieber, Jennifer Lopez, Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake, and Kevin Hart. Interesting. Hmm. I'm like so disconnected from pop culture. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense now that you think about it, though. Dang, okay, yeah. so we should have all gotten all of them. Yeah. Totally. You're right. We should have just had, like, some big PSA, just, like, pay them all to wear masks. It's, like, actually what I was saying earlier, because, like, you know, I'm in advertising, so I was, like, they should have, like, come up with a better, like, way to problem solve, like, the whole mask thing. So it was, like, yeah, they definitely should have gotten some, like, influences in it. Like, <laughs> Ooh, ideally, what would you have done? I don't know. I feel like I was actually thinking about this earlier. I feel like to get people to do something that they don't really want to do, you can't rely on, like, the idea of, like, public good, I guess, over here, because, like, nobody, like, everyone really thinks about themselves. It's, like, a very American thing. So, like, in order to get people to wear masks, I was thinking you'd have to make it, like, trendy or cool somehow. So I was also, like, oh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, celebrities would probably be a good idea just off the top of my head. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What do you think of, like, the recent, like, trend in, like, wearing, like, cloth masks? Because, like, you can kind of, like, put like, your own like creative design on it do you think yeah. that helps yeah i think it does because like i mean like if you're wearing something people are going to want to wear stuff that like represents them and is like fashionable so like i think it was like kind of a good move <laughs> yeah i mean i'm shitty at sewing but somebody somebody <laughs> out there has like done like different designs and like yeah yeah 
You just want to make it cool. Yeah, make it cool. That's the big thing. Yeah, everyone's like kind of like a pea brain. So they're like, if it's not cool, I won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's your whole job, though, is to make stuff cool. Yeah, exactly. It's exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of like, oh, I mean, speaking of like how like you were talking about earlier, how like since in like America, like everyone's kind of more individualist, like it's hard to get people to do things for the public good. Like, how would you explain, like, I guess, because like before they were talking about how, like, oh, like, don't wear masks because, like, they're afraid they're going to hoard it. Like, do you think that was a good decision in, like, retrospect? Because now a lot of people are kind of, like, mask deniers. Why would you have done a different way of, like, communicating? Um, Like, hey, we need to, like, save it for, like, medical, like, first responders, but also, like, you will need this later on. Yeah, I feel like that whole thing kind of got the message convoluted. And people are using that, like, the original statement to kind of, like, be an excuse to not wear masks now. I feel like, I don't know, just in general for, like, public communications, there needs to be, like, one clear statement, like, from the beginning, like, to dictate, like, what people are going to do. Because I feel like if you say too many different things, people get confused. And that's kind of, like, the problem that we ran into. So I probably, like, I don't know. If it was me, I would have held off until, like, it was safe to say that everyone should be wearing masks. Just like to make which sure was one, which yeah, was basically when they were, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't work in public health, so I don't really know how like they were making the decisions there. But I feel like it would have been just in general, it would have been easier if they had just said one thing and stuck with it. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, know. yeah, a lot of like just in general, like, even nowadays, like they release a lot of like confounding articles, and it's just like, especially in a time of like great panic, like is it worth to like publish these kind of things? Like, especially when you know, like the general idea, right? Like, I don't think it's worth to go review something that has like this, this kind of like anti-message, especially in the midst of like a public health crisis. Yeah. It's like too much going on at once. Yeah. It's like always too much. (laughs) I know. It was a lot to process. And like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't get news from like, tv anymore and i feel like most people don't get their news from watching tv anymore so it's just all these people on facebook saying whatever the heck they want yeah on facebook yeah so like a lot of fake news is spread oh yeah yeah it's just like if something's like clickbaity and it makes like people have a reaction that's like what's gonna spread so the other day so I follow this one YouTuber and he, he has like this, uh, he does like this live show or I don't know how to describe it. It's like a Twitch sort of like thing. And he has this, uh, he, like he makes this whole thing where he like has a lot of viewer interaction. So for example, he has a show called like yesterday I asked you like, and he like asks a question and then he waits for people to like make a bunch of comments and he chooses what he thinks is the best. And so he does like a live version of it as opposed to just like making it into a video format. And there, one of the questions he likes to do is like clickbait X title, right? And it's like, uh, what was it? It's like, it was like, oh, fuck. It's like you, you like just slept with your girlfriend, right? And the one that won the most was like, shoddy was not like a melody. (laughs) Oh, no. And I think like clickbait is like a neutral thing, but people use it in a very, very like negative way. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like it's just like, Clickbait just happened because people want other people to look at their stuff. So they're going to make the title as interesting as they can be. But 
uh, yeah, it is like very much a double-edged sword when people use it for evil. That's <laughs> yeah. gonna get hella clicks, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is a random question, but like to Sarah, as an advertising major, do you use AdBlock on your own? <laughs> Wait, no, this is like actually some like big discourse. It's really funny. Like, all the advertising people that I know also use Adblock. Because <laughs> we're just like, like, I don't know. It's like, like, I mean, like, we're people still. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Getting bombarded with stuff. Also, like, for me, my algorithm is like totally messed up. Because, like, like, I'll be looking stuff for other people's campaigns. So I'll be looking up like, like, diapers. And then the next day I'll be looking up something like, uh, like toothpaste and like wood cleaner and then so like my computer just like doesn't know what demographic I am anymore because I'm looking up stuff for like old people and like young people and then so they they just like start like like I don't know shooting random stuff at me they're like maybe she'll like socks and so like, all the ads I get are like totally irrelevant like I had this weird phase where I like got diaper ads like on every single YouTube video I watched for like two months and I like and I'm like why <laughs> so yeah I gotta ad block that. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's okay yeah. to ad block. Yeah, it's like fine. Even ad majors have ad block. Yeah, exactly. All right. Feel, feels less guilty. I, I asked because um, I remember like during the school year, I was like in like an officer for like my ministry and like my, like there's like a staff and he was a former advertising major. So he likes to do graphic design in the street time. And he was like screen sharing something, but like he didn't have ad block. And I was just like, why? But then I, I was about to ask, and I was like, wait, maybe it's because it's a moral dilemma. Like, he wants to respect <laughs> his fellow advertisers and, like, give the money they deserve so he doesn't use Adblock. So I, like, stood on it, and I forgot about it. And I was like, wait, I wonder if it's just, like, an actual thing or, like, I, I'm just, like, saying something out of my ass because maybe he was just too lazy to get Adblock. I think he's just lazy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, like, a thing that we talk about, though, in advertising. We're like, haha, like... <laughs> We suck, but we still do it. Like, <laughs> this reminds me of people who are like work in the service industry and then they like get out of it, but then they like still respect like service. So they're like, oh, I'll tip 25% because like I know the struggle. Mm, yeah. yeah. Speaking of tipping culture, there are like a lot of situations where I don't know how much to tip or if I should. Like, for example, do you tip when you get boba? I, for those kinds of things, if it's like not a restaurant or like not a nice thing, like it just like, it really depends on like service. If something, somebody does something like really exceptional, then I'll add a tip. But if it's just like me getting boba, then I'm like, mm. but that's just me. I don't know how y'all feel about that. Do y'all tip when you get boba? I don't, but when I was getting takeout boba the other day, I saw my friend tip and then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh so confused oh, no. oh no it's because of the new like square thing that oh, you yeah. can just like hit the button for a tip now and so like it just like adds so much more pressure yeah to like tip for things that you wouldn't normally tip for yeah it's like whenever i go to like those little like square things and i like run my card and it doesn't ask me to tip, I'm like, thank God, I like avoided a, a fat dilemma today. Because like, I can see me push the no tip button, you know? <laughs> I, I like hate it when they like watch you do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hit no tip anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so awkward. I had another dilemma recently. So I went to like 
take out food. And there was this, it, they weren't using square. I don't know what the fuck they were using, but there was no, no tip option. You had to press other. And then there was it like, it forced <laughs> So the lowest amount you could tip was one cent. And I was like, isn't that like disrespectful? <laughs> Deliberately tip like the smallest amount. So how much did you tip? One I just tip like ten percent because I was like, "This is take doing any service for me." But like, I can't not tip. Like, <laughs> let me. So I was like, "If I tip one percent, don't I? I'm not even one percent. Like one cent. Don't I seem like a piece of shit?" <laughs> Dude, this is like psychological warfare. Like, I hate this so much. Oh, they got you real good. Wow. Like, what would you guys have done in my situation? I would have just tipped a, like a 10%, like a normal amount, because yeah. like they see me purposely putting in one cent. So, like, that makes you like a giant dick. Yeah, it's like I put in effort to like give you Yeah, to give you one cent. Like, oh, God. Yeah. That is. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. Like, part of me is like mad. When I'll be like kind of mad just looking at it, just like, dang, you're really gonna make me tip you for like takeout. Like, that's the exact last thing I would want to do. Yeah. So, so part of me is like, you know, I might just tip you one cent. You know, like, I might just be an ass, but you're an ass for putting me in the situation. You know, I'm not <laughs> gonna. Yeah. That's also where is this tip going to? Because like, if it's just to the cashier, like, does that go to the cashier? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how restaurants do it these days because there's no like dining. Because usually it would just go to your server, but so I know some restaurants they just like pool all the tips together and then split the tip between like everybody who worked there, regardless of like how much somebody made that day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm just justifying my head like, oh, I'm not going to give money back to the establishment or to the wealthy owners. So I'm going <laughs> to do one cent to spite them. But yeah, <laughs> okay. honestly, I'm, ju- I'm just cheap. Uh, I also had a friend that like, okay, they were like a super Chad. They would like be the type of person that like be okay with not tipping. And they like feel no shame. And so like there's this one time we went to a restaurant and they just straight up didn't tip. I was like, oh my God, like that is like actual Chad. <laughs> Wait, did they write like zero dollars and zero cents? Yeah, like you put like, uh, no, they like marked through it. And they, like, oh, they, okay. they just wrote the same amount. And I was, that's wild. Oh my God. Wow. Dude, but like, that's the thing, like sort of like tipping culture, like makes you sort of like, you're like guilt tripped into tipping. Well, like in the sense, because like, your your the food in the service is like you're paying for that but like i don't know like i i just would like a non-tipping system <laughs> i agree i like i went to europe last year before covid and like it was just so nice because like you didn't have to tip yeah it like takes a lot of pressure off of you and it takes a lot of pressure off the the uh staff too so I think about this a lot because I feel like it's kind of rude to like put the pressure on like the customer to decide how much like the waiters get paid because yeah. like, they're not getting paid enough by like the actual like restaurant a lot of the time which is so they like have to rely on tips and I'm like is that ethical how did this get how did like yeah. tipping culture get started like here but not anywhere else <laughs> yeah, exactly because like I was in Japan too they don't do that like yeah and, like oh, literally God. nobody does that except for us no it's like, I, so- I heard Oh, sorry. I heard for like some people, like they actually like tipping like bartenders because you can make a lot of money off of tips 
depending mm-hmm. how how well you serve, like you can live in a really nice apartment. Like uh, like that wouldn't happen otherwise with another job. So like, I know for some places, like they actually like like some servers, like they want you to tip versus like having like a certain salary set by like the restaurant or like business. Mm, yeah, that's also fair. Yeah, true. Oh, that's also like that brings up another question. It's like, do you tip on drinks? Because like, like for example, like I wouldn't tip for boba, but it's like someone like if I like go down to a bar, it's kind of expected that I tip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know what the difference is. Like, it's it's a drink, but yeah, I do. I like so hard when I tip at bars. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like for example, like there's this bar in West Campus called Cane and Abel's. Like whenever I go there, like I don't know what the fuck I should be tipping. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, the lifelong dilemma. Because Kate and Abel's is like kind of rat. Yeah, I live. So. I live like right next to Kate and Abel's, so it's like always so loud and so popping. I'm like, I would like never go in there, Loki. It's because I like have to deal with that. Wait, so when you guys went, did you tip? I have been there one time and I didn't pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad yeah i haven't been either because i live right next to it and i'm just like i just like see them in there and i'm just like no like <laughs> i don't want to be part of the problem did y'all did y'all feel like pressure to tip i've went with alex several times did you tip yeah did you tip i feel like i've always let someone pay for me and i just paid them back see, that's how you avoid it. <laughs> oh my you're I've always problem <laughs> No, the person who's paying for me is the is the problem. I'm not the problem. <laughs> true. You're deferring the problem. Oh my god. I mean, I'm maybe actually... I just didn't have cash at the time. <laughs> so in so part of like our senior like last semester of senior year, some like me and several other friends, we like made this sort of like troll game out of going to Cane and Abel's and it's like you have it, we treated it as like a weekly class and you have to go to Cane and Abel's and get something. And that was like marking you as attended the class. What? So like I have, I've had the experience of tipping and not tipping at Cane and Abel's. And I think like it didn't matter either way. Mm. Do, you, do you waiters or servers usually react though if you don't tip? Like would, would they be professional enough to just be like, all right, this guy's an ass, but I'll keep it on the inside. Or like, will they actually like confront them? Like, I know like other, there's cases where like after the person leaves, they'll post on like Twitter or something like, man, look at this asshole. Like he didn't tip like $5,000 for this $35,000 like bill or something. And then the famous person or whatever is just like my B. And then it's like, that's it. But like, is that the case for like other situations or just like regular people? it's like absurd is it real yeah it's real it just feels like like you could or you couldn't and the waiters like couldn't give like a bigger shit because they like already have to tend to like drunk college students yeah so i don't know would they even notice yeah would they even notice is like the other thing like that was what like went through my head when I like tipped and didn't tip because like I feel like they didn't notice like there's just so much commotion so I was like I don't yeah. know experiment, like yielded any results like, I don't think they could have known either way <laughs> yeah exactly so 
Yeah, I feel like if I went back to Canyon Abel's, I'd like, eh, eh. Depends on how generous <laughs> I'm feeling, I guess. Depends on my mood. Yeah. If I tip at Canyon Abel's. Dude, that's how I feel like tipping should be, though. It should be like mood, you know? It shouldn't be like a necessity. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, I, like, I had pretty good service today. We're tipping. Yeah. I feel like that's what it was supposed to be, but some people took advantage of it and, like, made it so that they didn't pay their workers. But, mm. I don't know. We just lived in a wonderful, beautiful world where we could just do whatever we wanted. <laughs> Things would be nice. Ah, uh, like we said, this is the bad timeline. Yeah, this really is the bad timeline. <laughs> oh, you're right. The, included in this bad timeline is the fact that I had to fucking tip on takeout. <laughs> <laughs> tip on takeout. <laughs> Speaking of bad timelines or worse years, I've I watched a video that was like actually the year five hundred thirty six was the worst year to be alive. What? <laughs> That's because um so like there was some like fog that descended on the earth and like you literally could not see the sun. So like <laughs> it was just dark all the time and like the sun would be out for maybe like maybe four hours, but it would be like it, you couldn't see it because of the fog. And people were like theorizing it's because there was like a volcano and like. They, like, send ashes everywhere or whatever, and people, like, couldn't see. And then um, there was, like, a plague going on, and then, um, yeah, people just kept on dying. And then, like, the, it was, like, during the Byzantine Empire. So um, Justinian the Great, or whatever his name was, he was like, I want you guys to bring the dead bodies out. And that was a stupid move because healthy people had to bring those dead bodies, and they got infected. So, like, <laughs> five million people died of the plague, and it became known as the Justinian Plague. And those are like the two main things I can think of. But then there was, they were talking about like, yeah, in Japan, they also had some shit going on. In like in like the Aztec empire, they had some shit going on too. So it was like, it was all around just not a good time. Why do I feel like this is what 2021 is going to look like at this rate? Like, oh wait, also because of the volcanic ash, the sun, since the sun wasn't out, crops couldn't grow. So there was yeah. also a famine. So people just die of starvation. <laughs> oh, either way, you're taking the L in some way. If you didn't have disease, you're just gonna die of hunger. So you just lasted a little longer. Wow, this is like God was playing the Sims game and like decided to just like. Oh no, Thanos came around. Oh yeah, he's five thirty six AD. Yeah, <laughs> this is just round two. Like, <laughs> someone yeah. was finally. Thanos is putting it back, bro. You think he came back and dropped in Wuhan? Uh. He like half snapped. Yeah. He was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be a, a quarter of the world died. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. A little tragedy. Yeah. What's the what's the death rate of COVID right now? It's like five percent? <sighs> That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Um Yeah, tell us med student. Yeah. So what's your, what are your thoughts as a medical student on this pandemic? I mean, isn't the death rate for the flu like what one two percent? I think COVID's right around there. Honestly, I think it's like very similar to the flu. To be quite honest, I haven't checked recently, but with the like spike in cases, but it should be close to to influenza. It just looks bad because so many people are infected. Yeah, we don't have a vaccine, so... And we don't have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. It just looks bad. It is bad, but... 
As a med student, how do you feel about anti-vaxxers? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I try not to involve myself because I <laughs> get, really, get real bad. Um, but um, they are truly the bane of my existence. They really are. Anti-vaxxers are the bane of my existence, and they will be for the rest of my life. Or the rest of my career, so um, yeah, I have no other words other than like uh, we are. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> but, mortal enemy. Yeah, my mortal enemy. Things I will be having to deal with for quite a while. But yeah, yeah, very, very, very against it. It's a big mortal enemy. Yeah. So wait, yeah. so in in. If you're that against anti-vaxxers, which one is worse, anti-maskers or anti-vaxxers? I feel like most anti-maskers also anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I feel like there's a well, lot. Like, of let's say it, it, it doesn't overlap. Like, let's say they're two separate populations. Uh, uh, no, anti-anti-vaxxers. I think. Um, just because it's it's just so much worse for them. Like, if you don't wear a mask, you can get the flu. You can get coronavirus. You don't vax, you can get like, like stupid stuff like the plague <laughs> like real dumb viral plague yeah and like measles and stuff which is just like so like not like straight up not a good time <laughs> i remember reading like i think they were about to declare the measles like non-existent and then like one person got the measles and people were just like well here's like another 16 years or something we have to wait to say it's eradicated we were so close. It's that one kid who ruins the group project. <laughs> the global scale of it. Yeah. It's like you had you had one job. Just don't just don't do anything. Don't fuck up. And like they do it anyway. You're just like, I hope you die from the measles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I was reading a tweet. It was it's like uh COVID is like a group project. And I hate group projects. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Same energy, yeah. What are your thoughts on group projects? <laughs> the only thing they're useful for is building character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other than that, it, like, doesn't help your grade. Like, it's just more stress on you. Like, I just, yeah. To be fair, I haven't done, a like, a group project since, like, college. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a few years um yeah for me like my entire major is group projects pretty much yeah so it's like a little different i feel like group projects are a lot easier when everyone is like on board and like is motivated to do what you're doing because like the yeah because it's a little bit it's a lot easier for me to work with people who are like specializing in the same thing I am because I'm doing like creative so I'm like specializing in art direction so when I'm like with other creative people it's like really easy because we all like want to do a good job but if I'm like in with like other people in advertising who like don't really want to do like the major anymore or like don't really care about the project I'm just like nah like <laughs> so yeah depends on the group yeah right? really yeah I don't know I like to consider myself someone who like can get along with people but I don't know sometimes people just suck <laughs> you just have to that. Like, I don't even get mad anymore because I've done it so much. I'm just like, I kind of expected at this point that someone's going to ruin it. So, mm. but it's okay. What are y'all's thoughts <laughs> on 
uh, yeah. group projects, non, non-advertising people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need, like, people need to experience, like, what a group, a good group can do to, like, understand, like, why, like, group projects exist, right? Because I yeah. feel like general experience is, like, you only have bad groups, so, like, you just hate it, right? Yeah. But, like, never experience, like, a good group, like, it, it, like, you understand why the concept exists. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, when you're working in a really good group, it, you, like, learn so much and, like, about, like, collaboration and just, like, working together and teamwork. <laughs> it's, like, a, a valuable experience. Wholesome. Yeah, so wholesome. And then everyone's friends, but, like, yeah, when it sucks, then I'm just, like, what is the point of this? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like it also depends on, like, what the project goal is, too. I feel like that's something people overlook. Oh, yeah, like, I've always hated, like, busy work group projects. Yeah, because those, those are always bad. Mm. yeah yeah i was smiling a lot because when you said like it's great to work with people who are like motivated and care i i had like this past semester i had a group where like one guy just like dips and like he just stopped showing up and then i had to pull up more of the work so context is like i was taking this uh ios app development class because i studied i studied cs in college and um supposed to be an easy class um it's supposed to be a blow off. So I was like, okay, I'm just taking this class. I want to ride off to the sunset, not do anything for my last semester <laughs> and just be non-existent and get an A. And that <laughs> did not happen because of COVID. Um, so basically once like COVID hit, obviously we have to go home and like you need a Mac to develop like iOS apps. And ha- so I, I was in a four person group and half of them had like PCs. So I had a Mac and some other guy had a Mac. So they're like, I guess they're not the most proactive people. And they're kind of just like, I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to not communicate with my group and just do nothing. And then I was like, you know what, I'll, me and this other guy, we'll just do like, we'll just make this app. And then apparently UT with like their emergency fund, like, okay, we'll, we'll ship you a Mac for free. And then I was like, wait, oh, so the light, there's light at the end of this tunnel. Like I don't have to like, me and my friend don't have to carry these two people, you know? So I was, I was like, okay, like I can slack off a little bit. And that was a mistake because the moment, because like UT was like, okay, you can pass all your classes. We understand it's a stressful time. We don't want you to be scared of getting an A. Like, you know, we know some of y'all like, you know, maybe you're working part-time and you can't afford to pay tuition now. Like you're a lot of stresses in your life. Don't worry about it. So this one motherfucker of my group, he takes advantage of that, you know? And I know this guy is not struggling. Like he lives in my neighborhood in like Plano. It's a fairly well-off like, suburb like i know this guy is not like fighting for like scraps on this table so i was like okay um so how about we just all like not work on this project and just like because we if we get enough we we'll, can pass fill the class and i was like i mean like for the rest of my group they want an a so i was like we can't do that and then he's like okay and then he just decides by himself i'm just gonna pass fill the class because of our hard work because he didn't do anything so he's only passing the class because me and my friend carried him. And he's like, I'm just going to not show up. I'm going to ignore all the messages and not do any more work. So then I was like, fuck. So then I basically had to like, me and my friend had to basically carry the project again. And then the third guy did some work. But then like, obviously, like he didn't code that much during the semester. So like he couldn't contribute as much. So then I was like, all right, so we're screwed. And the professor wasn't that. The professor kept like, giving me mixed messages too. He was just like, Oh, I'm really sorry for you. Like there were times when like in college, like someone bailed on me too. So I understand what you're feeling. It's like, okay, like he should understand and give me a good grade. But then later on he was like, dude, your project sucks. Like it doesn't look, it doesn't even seem like you guys tried. I was like, what the fuck? We haven't tried. There's only, there's like two and a half people working on this project. 
He's like, there is, there is a group of four people with no Macs and their app was better than yours. And I was like, you know what the difference between their group of our group is? They had four people working on the project, but we had two and a half. And that's why to this day, I was like, fuck that guy and fuck that class. <laughs> wow. Is this like a nightmare? Yeah, that's like nightmare group project. That's like low end, like worst nightmare group project. I dropped out. <laughs> I just dropped the class. <laughs> no more. Dude, I can't deal with that. Mm-mm, no. I just like how the professor was just like, yeah, that fucking sucks. <laughs> he just like went at me. He's just like, by the way, your presentation sucked. Like you went too long explaining the features. And I was like, dude, is this like a character assassination? Like I, I tried my best, right? And he's just like, I was actually about to send like an angry email back. Just like, you know what? Screw you. I have nothing to lose. Like I'm not having this. But he gave me an A anyway. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna not see this guy ever again in my life and just graduate yeah, with yeah, a just, dip. Yeah. Did he fucking blamed you to give you an A? <laughs> yeah, that's like rude. Basically. So that's just like rude. Like oh he God. didn't do it because of, like he cared. Like, it was just rude. Imagine. Oh my God. <sighs> wow. Dude, some professors just have like no sympathy, no empathy. They just don't care. <laughs> Dang. You know. So actually, this reminds me of a time. So this is a flip of the situation. So my friend was a TA and to not get too much into the story, basically the student was giving him a hard time. And what happened was like, they were being super passive aggressive to him. And like, they didn't even know my friend, like was like in constant touch with like the professor and the head TA. So they like, messaged the professor and the head TA like, oh yeah, this TA sucks. And then they like forwarded that email to my friend. Like, yeah, you solve this, you figure this out. And so friend like basically is like has all the control in this situation right and they're like basically like complaining how they're not going to get an a and my and my friend is like it's not that hard like i just need you to go do this and they didn't want to do it and so my friend is just like you know what you don't get an a and he was contemplating putting happy holidays at the end of this email (laughs) (laughs) but but then he decided against it because like that borders on unprofessionalism (laughs) that is cold Wow. Yeah. So, like, in terms of professional emails, how, how much flame do you think you can, like, put in? Like, apparently Alex's professor told him he was fucking trash, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the power dynamic. Like, like, you clearly have less power than a professor. So a professor can just be, like, sent from my iPhone kind of shit, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, like, you have to be, like hello, Dr. So-and-so, like, <laughs> thank you for, like, all your hard work and stuff like that, so. Yeah, uh, depends on which side of the relationship you're on. <laughs> I would like to be the alpha chad that can just email my students. Sent from my <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I always feel so stressed emailing my professors and then they email me back. They're just like, hee hee, XD. Sent from my <laughs> like... <laughs> That's actually facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah like You're just like, you're like doctor, professor, or whatever, and you're just like, you know, have a nice day. Like, I just, you know, I'm, please, like, help me. Like, can yeah. you extend my deadline or something? You're just like, yeah, like it's chill, bro. Sentences. Like, don't worry about it. Full punctuation. Uh, yeah, like, it, intro, conclusion, stuff like that. And then they're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send from my iPhone. Yeah, I like did have a professor though where I heard that if you emailed him, he would like sometimes just like not respond. He would just correct your email and then send it back and then wait <laughs> for a nicer email. Like, 
It's so bad. Why? It's such a waste of time. I don't know. This man was just on a power high constantly. <laughs> so, Dude. Yeah. Yeah, the casualness of like professors kind of reminds me of like in high school, they would always be like super like uptight and just like you better profess like I don't call me like Mr. Whatever or Mrs. Whatever, right? And then once you get into the college, I mean it depends on your professor too. Like I had like a professor who was like, You better call me Dr. Norman, not Mrs. Norman, or else I will like do something terrible to you. And then you're just like, Okay, I'm sorry. But like other than that, like usually professors like way more chill, like, yeah, man, like just go look on Wikipedia. It's all good. And then like yeah. high school, middle school, just like Wikipedia is like I don't know. It's like false. It's basically fake news, you know. Like if you use Wikipedia, you're just as bad as the people writing it. And just like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know they just they try to like intimidate you into like being like a good old a good little college student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even worse in med school. Let me tell you. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, like doctors are like notorious for like missing emails, not responding to emails, shit like that. Professionalism. Yeah, for professionalism. And uh, so like I've had to email surgeons like multiple times. Um, and like it's just like such a it's like such a headache dealing with them. Like like uh, 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 it's even worse. Like at least professors, like risk, like college professors, like respond pretty promptly. Like, but I don't know. Like you gotta wait your seventy-two hours before you can like send another email, being like, "Hey, as per my last email." <laughs> uh, yeah. So could be could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like med school is just the worst version of college from everything I've heard. <laughs> it's like they just take all the bad parts of college and just condense it. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're being forced to learn so much mm-hmm. and um, in so little time. But. Sarah brought this up earlier, but how do you feel about like saying like sort of like how do I say it? Like internet language out loud. Like whenever people say like XD out loud or LaMal out loud or like LOL or like some shit like that. <laughs> Dude, I just do it as a joke. <laughs> like if I ever see anyone who unironically says LOL, I think I might pass out. <laughs> yeah, I only do it jokingly. It's just like... Yeah, it's like I don't know. It just feels. Says, yeah, it feels like you, very like you're like trying to be in touch with like the teens. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like when like your grandma says "eat," <laughs> like I just like stop. Like, yeah. Yeah, just and I yeah. like ironic use only. Yeah. It's like don't try too hard. I feel like that's just like. The rule of thumb for being a person. Yeah, and using like tech jargon is trying too hard. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Because people don't like do that anymore, I feel like. Yeah. Like we have like slang now. Like yeet isn't text jargon. Yeet is just like slang now. So I feel like like, that's like usable, but like, like, like text shit, like, like XD and like uwu. (laughs) 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 That is like, just don't like yeah that's big cringe 
Yeah. It is. Okay. I, so recently we had like a podcast and we were like, we brought it up because like we had Korean guests and we brought up the idea of like egg yolk. And I'm just like, dude, people who like do that in real life, like unironically, I'm just like, I cannot. Do people do that unironically? Apparently. Oh my God. Apparently it's a thing. Yeah. It's really, it's really prevalent in Asia, like where it's like you really, really want to be like cute and like petite and like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but it doesn't come off as like cute or petite. It's just cringe. Yeah. But like, I guess, I guess maybe it's different because like we're just like American kids who like, yeah, you know, like maybe it's different. Maybe it's like actually cute. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and I just like don't understand because it's like cultural, like yeah, this fat cultural divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it is. But like people yeah. in America who use egg yolk, it's just like to Korea boos who do it. I'm like, oh no. Have you ever uh, said or texted something unironically, but then the person has such an adverse reaction? You're like, oh, I was just kidding. Like this is ironic, uh, ironic thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's like definition of a risky text. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you have to know before you send it. Like they could take this either way, right? Yeah. And so yeah, you just kind of bank on the fact that they may take it well and if you don't you're just you have to like give yourself an out in that text though yeah to be like oh it was just a joke (laughs) you know (laughs) what you gotta do is just build your entire sense of humor around being ironically cringy so if you ever say anything that like actually is cringy they just brush it off like you actually did that on purpose (laughs) that's too much work (laughs) i can't that that sounds like building low expectations for your whole life like just like (laughs) constantly being a failure and then when you like do a little bit, they're like, "Oh, like he's he's finally doing something with his life." Yeah, uh, that's the long con. Yeah, exactly. The long con. I'm trying to live. <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't want to impress live. nobody. I can't <laughs> live like this. Wait, Alex, what is your thoughts on like acting cute and all of that? I mean, I'm probably pretty similar to what everyone has said. As a as a guy who's raised in a westernized environment or Western environment straight up, like, it just looks weird to me. Um, mm-hmm. I've also never been super into, like, K-pop and stuff like that. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's already even bigger disconnects because I feel like the people who watch, like, K-dramas and keep up with K-pop, like, they might be like, oh, it's, like, it's like fandom and stuff, you know, and, like, they can, like, enter, like, a mode where, like, they're able to watch it as entertainment and then exit it. Like, it's only cringy if, like, they see it in real life. But for me, since I don't, like, watch that, it's like it's cringy regardless like if i see it or not so yeah yeah same yeah i just remember there's this one time in my freshman year a friend of a friend said to my other friend who's korean like she called him opa in in like a cute way and then he just didn't talk to her for the rest of the day (laughs) (laughs) oh just the day that's pretty good (laughs) yeah was that unironic or ironic like she was trying to be ironic, but like he, he just had such an adverse reaction to. He's like, okay, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like he just looked at her, and then like we were sitting at this table, and he just like moved away from her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. I think I would have just dropped dead from the secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, how did she not die? Like how? Did yeah, she- if that was me, I would I would just be like, no, <laughs> I'll just leave. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, yeah, like, I feel like even for, like, Korean Americans, it's still a little cringe. 
It's yeah. pretty bad. I feel like Korean Americans hated the most. Like right? they're the ones just like this is disgusting. Like if you do this, like don't ever come near me. Like you have the plague. <laughs> and like it's it's like the Korea boots are the ones like trying to do it. You know. Mm, yeah. yeah. K-pop stands. Who know. To be fair though, I had a coworker came from Korea. He really liked it when I called him Hyun. <laughs> is that part of Aegyo culture? I don't know. I think it's just like respects, right? Yeah, I don't know. like an endearment kind of term. Because I like, wait, you you say that as like a guy to an older guy, right? So like yeah, I feel like I feel like that automatically makes it like you don't have that like cutesy element because like what people are trying to imitate is like girls saying it's like older guys, right? Mm, maybe fair. So I feel like the term was like not in the same connotation as like opa or something. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's more like 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 big bro or like bro instead yeah. of like it's like more socially acceptable. Yeah, just like regardless. I also think most people don't know what Hyung is. Like they just know like opa or something because like <laughs> that's just like that's been permeated into like popular culture. Yeah, yeah, like culture only. Yeah, if it's too close to Korea culture, it's suddenly canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was, I was thinking about this because I watched a casually explained video talking about memes and meme culture. Mm. He likened memes to like high art, you know, like it, it's gotten to a point where it's like if you like show someone like an even marginally out of date meme, people are like, oh, bro, you're like trash. It's, you're, you're, it's out of here. And so he liked, I casually explained, likened it to high art, you know, where it's like, where it's like you you have sort of like I don't even know how to talk like describe it properly, but it's like you you kind of like have this sort of sense, and you're like this is good and this is bad for arbitrary reasons. Yeah, mm, yeah. New meme good, old yeah. meme bad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We only want fresh content. Yeah, dude. My greatest fear is falling off the wagon and like only knowing old memes. Like. <laughs> Dude, that's my fear too. I'm like kind of old now and like I'm a little bit like, like, like TikTok is a little like, like foreign to me. And yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like past the age of TikTok now. And so it's like, like really awkward for me to like come in and be like, oh, like <laughs> on TikTok, I don't know. Uh, but like, that's like my greatest fear is just like, like I've been like, like a cool teen for so long. Now I'm realizing that I'm like actually getting old, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do? Like, yeah. it's kind of funny because I remember watching uh like a it was like a recent Wong Fu video, and he was like doing a panel between like uh like Asians and like African Americans for like uh like a kind of like having a dialogue between like the two races, mm. and like he brought like this really like I want to say really old bit like she's like a 67 year old like Asian American activist. And he's like 36. And she's like, wow, it's so great talking to young people and like seeing what they think about this thoughts. And I was like, but to us, like, you know, Phil, because he's 36, is like relatively nope. old. Mm -hmm. So age is, age is a social construct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. We're all going to be like boomer age. We're going to be like, like 50, 60, and we're still going to be like, hey, look at this meme. <laughs> our own boomer memes. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's yeah. just have boomer memes. Yeah, we're going to post them on Facebook. And they're all going to be memes. Real boomer memes are rage comics. Oh, my God. Dude, those are like relics. <laughs> it's like actually history and like a fossil. <laughs> fossil memes. Yeah.
very yeah like i remember i i saw this the other day on subtle asian traits there there are like fucking like peer-reviewed articles on like the impact of subtle asian traits and i was like i can't tell how troll these articles are and are not oh i remember seeing that like somebody pulled up the google scholar page and there were so many like like dissertations about like subtle asian traits oh my god I need to go look at one of them. It, like, it just seems troll. But, like, you know these, like, kids, like, maybe they're not, you Yeah, know? it's one of those things where, like, I'm in advertising, so I kind of know that these things have, like, a huge social impact and, like, cultural impact that, like, we need to be aware of. But it's, like, still weird to think of it from an academic standpoint. Because <laughs> I'm just, like, that's a joke. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I feel like it wouldn't, the paper wouldn't be that fun to read because, like, it would actually be, like, disseminating, like, I don't know, like, actual social impacts and, like, how it's affecting, like, young moms or something. You're just, like, I just wanted to see some memes in the paper. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you include any memes in your, in your <laughs> dissertation, bro? Yeah. Just imagine the inclusion of that. Like, like, uh, uh, like reference figure, like, 1B. <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, take a you can take a class on memes. Honestly, I feel like the fact that memes are mainstream is like kind of funny to me. Cause I remember when I was growing up, I thought memes were for like like neck beards or something on like <laughs> and like they were they were like spewing out memes from like their dark cave and then like like Pepe the Frog or something. And I was like, oh yeah, like if you like memes, like I like, oh you're probably weird. But now everyone's like, dude, like TikTok is where all the memes come from. And I was like, you don't know, four chance still around. It's still working <laughs> in that corner. You better watch out. Mm, ancient relic. Another ancient relic. Wow. Dude, I remember I saw like something about like how uh, the government like labeled 4chan as like a dangerous website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny when like I knew some people who would go on 4chan. I remember one time I was sitting in class and the guy in front of me was just like on like the gun form for like on 4chan. And I was like, Oh. Better be careful around this guy. <laughs> yeah. You can't let your school Wi-Fi let you do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Throw back to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. How yeah. uh, like our IP addresses were tracked, and if you like got on like Facebook, you'd be like, kicked off the school <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah. Man. Oh, wait, this was this was at UT. Um, oh, wait, oh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. UT threatens, but they never like. Yeah. I remember uh, torrenting something on UT Wi-Fi, and I was like, "Wait, this is." And so I was like, "Yeah, this was like, yeah, this was like when I was like a freshman. It was kind of funny because like I forgot to remove it from like the torrenter, so then it was still seeding, and it was taking up a lot of like bandwidth. And like I think because UT gives you like ten gigs a week or something, like it's a ridiculous amount. Like you shouldn't run out. Yeah. And I ran out because I was seeding, and my dad's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, I, I swear I'm not doing anything, like, weird. But it probably was illegal. Oh, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> so cursed. Another, actually, another funny story. This occurred to me and Alex, like, very early on when we moved in together. So, the UT directory. We just happened to, like, be searching up a bunch of our friends. I don't know why, but we were. And if, if you search enough, it fucking bans your IP address. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I actually did that with my roommate too. 
Cause like, cause like, yeah, someone came to our like house and asked for a person that not, like none of us knew. So we're like, dude, we're gonna track this dude down. So we went on like the UT thing and we were like, like, yeah, we were just like, tr- like we found every single person with that name and we're like looking at their email and stuff. And then we got booted. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man, that's Yeah, sick. I completely forgot about that, but yeah. You, it's like if you search so much in like a certain frame of time, they think you're a bot, which is like, <laughs> which is kind of sad because that's a that's a pretty slow bot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like so cursed. Oh my god! Like, how bad is like UT technology? Where like, so like, I'm probably searching names at like I don't know, like five names like a minute. You know, like compared to like bots who are programmed to search like a million names per second, like that's incredibly slow. That means it's not it's not difficult to destroy like UT's like I don't know firewall or something. <laughs> UT security. Wow. So Dude, to be it. fair though, like the 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 UT websites that like you need to get important stuff because I ordered my official transcript the other day. They're like they look like fucking websites from like the two thousands. They're just like it's like a like a blank color, just like one color, and then a bunch of like random hyperlinks that still have like the. <laughs> on them like that's what it reminds me of it, lo- it like looks like a fossil yeah well, it looks like it because it is like if you look at the bottom it says last designed in 2007 so oh my god so yeah that's why it sucks yeah it's like yeah. have y'all ever gone on like the way back machine it's like you can like look up like the old versions of websites so like a friend and i were like just looking up like just like the weirdest thing. We looked up like Skechers, like to see what their 2007 website looked like. And it was just straight vibes. Like, oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. No, UT never, UT does not update yeah. their website. Yeah, the like, website looks very similar to the 2007 Skechers website. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm still on it. That's how I know they haven't updated. Like I like had like this like photo shoot with like one of my like, like classes. Um, like first semester of my freshman year and they like put it's like this like cute candid picture of all of us like talking on the on main mall and like it's still there so that picture is almost seven years old now dude they're never gonna change it you're never gonna be there you're gonna be the face of ut (laughs) it's still up on the cnx website and i like checked it like recently like a week ago and it was like still up there and so clearly like like they do not give a shit (laughs) like how things look over there okay you know what that reminds me of you know how there's like pictures of people in the union and like in greg that they yeah, just oh my god there forever yeah. <laughs> forever immortalized in like union yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that makes me wonder like when that picture was taken like there is a very distinct image i have in my head like it's like one of the pillars that's like near like panda express at the union oh, yeah, and it's just something like, there's like this like um a group of people at the football game there's like this one asian girl doing hookah i'm just like i wonder when that photo was taken maybe if it was could have been like 10 years ago for all we know i know she must be retired now yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> grand, she has she has grandkids now she's like yeah. waiting on her great grandchildren mm-hmm. yeah it's been yeah. a long time it could be isn't it a black and white photo i don't know i don't, Is know. It? I don't know a I pillar think- Dude, I don't know. Going there and then looking at the photo and being like, "That's my mom." <laughs> oh my god! That's my grandma. Yeah, that'd be so weird. It's a family tradition. Make sure your photo was taken. Only <laughs> only people in our family can be on like the UT website or something. Yeah, yeah and they just 
because you're like forever going to be immortalized there. Like, mm-hmm. who knows when my picture is going to get taken down? It's already been like six years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whenever that, you have. That, that's how you're going to build your legacy. Mm, it's like being on like the website, the CNS website. Uh, A legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ahead of my time, you know. Yeah. You know me. What if that's your greatest accomplishment? Probably is. <laughs> oh, no. It used to be website, but now it's on like incoming like freshmen or something. That's even funnier. That's even funnier. Yeah, you can look it up. I think it's incoming freshmen. It's something like that. It's, it's like funny. one of like the sub pages for. Uh, I'm not on the main page anymore. And they're just gonna keep moving it deeper and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> They're phasing, they're phasing you out, but they don't want to get rid of your photo. So they're like, they're just finding new ways to like put you on the website somewhere. So only the uh, most dedicated users who are, for whatever reason, exploring the UT website. Will find <laughs> a photo. Okay, okay. The goal is to be like on like the union pillars. Yeah. Like you want yeah. like a printed photo. You're right. That's the gold standard. When you make yeah, them the, the union standard. pillar, you know they're not going to get rid of that shit. Because that actually will cost money to... uh to like, I don't know, replace your photo with someone else. But the exactly. website, they could they could phase you at any moment. Oh, actually, funny story. So I was playing pool with some friends and Greg, and they thought like, okay, because me and my friend, we're, we're not like amateurs. So they thought like something was going on. And so they thought it was like some tournament they were supposed to take pictures for. And so they asked to take pictures of us. And like, this is unprompted. So we didn't know that it was supposed to be a tournament. And so we're just like playing and they're like taking pictures of us. And then they sit and then they ask us like, oh, is this like the tournament like bracket, yada, yada. And we're like, oh, we're just playing for fun. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Like, so oh no. I, that's like the only time I've ever been photographed for like any reason like UT related. And I was like, I wonder where those went. <laughs> I know. So, what did they say? They said they were going to put it somewhere because they thought it was like this tournament. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You guys were just it was like, oh, this is a really long match. They've been playing for 40 minutes. <laughs> I know. Is that, how, that? is that how ping pong games usually go? <laughs> yeah, speaking of like poor, like poor, like internet designs that like have been too, that have been used for too long. It kind of reminds me of how like, like when Mark Zuckerberg was like testifying at Congress and they're just like, <laughs> is Facebook a monopoly? Like, can I have a, like, can I, can we have a competitor like how like uh like Ford and like I don't know like Chevy or something? And I was just like, you know what? I'm not a super big fan of Mark Zuckerberg, but I feel really bad for him in this moment, you know. And it's just like stuff like that. I was like, yeah, you can't be surprised because like those same people are probably running like administrations across universities. So no wonder why website designs are still shit. Yeah, it's the boomers. Yeah. This reminds me of that one thing that like that Japanese guy got like appointed to like the head of cybersecurity and then like he made a statement he was like, yeah, I don't even have a computer. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Do what you need to do to get a job. And I remember someone posted that on like Twitter and they're like, yeah, dude, this is me fucking looking for a job with nothing on my resume. (laughs) That's actually the long con. Yeah, if he can do it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta believe. Yeah, what does his resume look like? How do you get this far without a computer? I don't know. Yeah, like, how do you do everything, like, sort of manually? Like, you, 
you're sending letters. I remember my friend was telling me about like this one MCAT studying program and it's like so archaic. You have to fucking send a letter to them to like register for it. They're like, this is the PO box. Send us like a lit- written letter. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, not worth. Do something awesome. else. Oh man. Oh, oh man. man. Oh wait, I have a question. So have you guys ever um, gone to the post office to mail something before? Yes. Yes, but not for, it's always like I'm just in the car of my dad. So kind of. Okay. That's a good question. I'm doing like a poll of like Gen Zers who have like, like, cause I asked my friends recently, like, have y'all been to like the post office to mail something? And they're just like, no. And I'm like, you, like, you haven't even gone with like your parents to like, just like stand in line at the post office and like, wait, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, how have you, how have you not like mailed a package or something? Like, it's just like baffling to me. Yeah. Mm. I feel but like I've always gone to like, cause my dad has went, or I think like, I've driven people to the post office so they could like ship something. But I don't think I've ever like actually done it for myself. I've, I've also like sent out letters. I don't remember why, mm. but I've like driven up to the thing and like put it into the like, uh, thing. Yeah, well, at least yeah. you know where like the stamp, the stamp goes on the <laughs> upper right, your address <laughs> on the upper left, you know, like, like just, I don't know, maybe our parents were really archaic, I guess. And like our mom like made us write, like, like whenever we got like birthday presents or like, um, like Christmas presents, we'd have to like handwrite like thank you notes and then like send them in the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I guess that's how we've ever, like, we've done it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've had to mail stuff that's like not thank you notes too. I'm like amazed that some people have gone through like this far without having to mail stuff because like I've had to mail stuff. Like snail mail. Yeah. Like, it's like not that hard. Like literally. Like I've had to mail documents and stuff. Yeah, like, like a couple of years back, I had to like handhold my boyfriend to like in the post office because he didn't know how to like like mail anything and he like got a speeding ticket and but it wasn't it was on his way from austin to houston and so he got it in some like podunk like texas county and like he had to like mail stuff for their court about the um ticket and so he was like i don't know how to mail this and i like 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 held it like i walked him through like how to put an address like which side the stamp goes on how to ask the the postman for like a tracking number it was like really cursed i was like you're an adult <laughs> like isn't that like, all- the skills that you like should know like, I feel like this is all Googleable information, though. Like, even if you didn't have anyone to help you, you can just Google it and figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, sometimes, like, it confuses me that some people don't have the ability to Google things. Because I feel like at this point, there's, like, no excuse to not know certain things. Because, <laughs> like, even if you're wondering it, like, you can just, like, look it up in two seconds. Like, your phone is in your hand. Like, <laughs> It's also awesome. how people don't know, like, basic car and house maintenance. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> it's fucking crazy. Like I remember, like just for example, like when you blow a tire, like a lot of people don't ah, to do. It's insane, and like you have to like call AAA and be like, uh, <laughs> "I'm sorry, I don't know how to change my tire." Like a lot of people like don't know where like the key is for like the tire, and it's in the glove box. Like, dude, I clown myself at discount tire though because you put it in the wrong spot. 
spot. You it's in it, it's in the trunk. You in put my it car. in the trunk, and I looked for it in the glove box, and I was like, I'm sorry, this isn't my car. Like, oops. But yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, some people know. just like not have to. They've just never had to deal with it. They've lived perfect lives with no maintenance issues. <laughs> That's how I want to live. Yeah, you're like, right. I want to live such a good life that I can just die stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Yeah, it is the dream. It is the dream. I agree. I agree. But for those who have blown tires or locked themselves out of their cars. Oh, my God. Is that even possible these days? Because, like, don't they, like, beep when, like, you exit out of your car? Or I guess if it's, like, an old older car than maybe yeah yeah and my 2006 corolla yep and yep it was very embarrassing <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of technologies developed these days because you know they don't have faith in humanity to just yeah. do the right thing or be competent yeah. so, like, this, reminds me of, this reminds me of this time i went to fill gas with alex in austin and like there's always been this myth where it's like you have to turn off your car oh, yeah. and put in gas yeah I was like thinking about it. We're like, why is that like a thing? Because we like had the car running and he's putting in gas. We're like, we're not dead. Like, what's going yeah. on? And then we were also thinking about like, what are the implications? Like, if something bad happened, and it's like, we're like, think about it. Like, what if that was actually the case? Like, your car blew up when you had the car running while you put in gas. Like, wouldn't that mean a shit ton of people would have died already? <laughs> the chance is like very small you have to be like you have to be like actively smoking and you have to be like, it's like a lot of things have to happen for your car to like blow up <laughs> but like it's possible yeah. <laughs> yeah like i know like other like other countries they just leave the car running like, yeah, like, like in thailand they always put the car on Yep, yep, always, always. So, and like, my family hasn't blown up yet. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine hasn't been eliminated, so I think we're fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think, like, yeah, we're the only country that does it. But I'm like, somebody had to have done it, though, for yeah. us to be like, please turn your engine off. Like, like one person, like, fucked it up for everybody else. Yeah. And they blew up their car while um, filling up. Yeah, with the like, car on, yeah. It's like how every disclaimer on every product is, like, one stupid person's fault. <laughs> like, the like, weird ones, too. Yeah. Like, don't, like, like, don't do this and also this. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, and you're like, why would I ever do that? Yeah, and it's, like, always because, like, one person was just like, oh, I wonder what will happen. <laughs> one person has blown up their car. Yeah. About, like, Thailand, though. I feel like just in general, Thai people, like, just don't give a fuck, though. They're, like, they yeah. drive, like, like, I, like, <laughs> There's like three lanes and there's like five fucking lanes of people driving because they just like fucking <laughs> smash together. Yeah. Like, there's a, like, dude, in Asian countries, there's like so many motorcycles. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And they're just like fucking like weaving in between like these five lanes trying to get somewhere like quickly. Yeah, yeah, like like no helmet, nothing. You're just no like shoes, man. no shoes, no helmet. You're just going, dude. And like, yeah. oh man, yeah. oh man, yeah, yeah. There's like no. I fear for my life whenever I go over there. Like, I really do. And, like, somehow I, like, come back to the States, like, in one piece. So, yeah. I feel like it's just life for them. They just live life on the edge, I guess, because yeah. they give no shits. Yeah. Would, would you say they're good drivers or bad drivers then? Because, you know, <laughs> you, you need some skill to, like, not die, but they're obviously not following the right protocol. 
You're right. You're maybe right. They're so bad that they're good, mm. or maybe so good that they're bad. I can't tell. <laughs> it's just something's wrong. Like something's wrong, but no one's died. So yeah, exactly. That's all that really matters, though. Yeah. Like I figured they just like could get away with like like motorcycles weaving in and out of traffic and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like since nobody's died, they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Exactly. I can yeah. never. No one cares. I remember, like, also there's, like, a thing in Thailand where it's, like, you know, you, you, there's a lot of fear of getting robbed, it, which it's not misplaced. But, like, people come with, like, weird contraptions <laughs> to <laughs> their vehicles. <laughs> like, there's this, I, I, like, okay, so my family has, like, this truck, like, in Thailand. Yeah. Have this weird contraption. It's, like, a bar of metal is, like, melded onto like so here's like the gear shift right it moves up and down they have this like bar of metal that's right here and when they like intend to park their car for a long time there's like a u-lock that like comes in like like make sure that uh the gear shift can't move and they like put it in and then they leave i was like this is such a strange contraption (laughs) i was like what yeah this is like like kind of like like rat things like that they do like it's just like Oh my god, yeah. Like, no, I'm not surprised. That sounds like very, like, very stereotypical. Like, <laughs> just curse Thai people inventions. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Did you see that article about when they, like, were um, trying to, like, ban plastic bags? And so people were bringing, like, random containers to, like, do their grocery shopping in. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, whack. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were bringing, like, like rice, like, old rice bags. And, like, <laughs> yeah. it was just, like, so, like, it's so good why people just have no shame they just do they do that's true they have no shame and like it works out for them great yeah on top of that there i remember have you ever went to the mall in thailand and like gone inside these parking garages like okay so people like for context like in american parking garages like you can only park in the spots and you don't want to like take up any unnecessary space in thailand they're like we gotta maximize efficiency (laughs) usage so they're like if you can't find a parking space on the certain floor you want to be on you don't fucking go to a different floor you just put you block other cars like parking fucking perpendicular to and you put your car in neutral so then when the person comes back they can push your car (laughs) (laughs) that kind of reminds me of a a cancel thing we do it's like kind of similar but it's just like if you find a spot but like, because like sometimes parking is bad, so you like you send someone to go find a parking spot, and you just stand in the spot and you just <laughs> wait for your car to come back. I remember watching a Facebook clip, and they were flaming someone for doing that, and I was like, "Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> My family has done that." <laughs> I mean, there's like no. You gotta do what you gotta do. There's like no rules in Asia. They just, yeah, you just gotta do what you gotta do. What you gotta do, man. If you want a parking spot? That's how you gotta do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's kind of funny how, like, we're always, like, individualism is in the West and collectivism is in the East. But, then, like, you definitely see all, like, this, like, completely shameless shit that people do yeah. for, the, for the best of, like, themselves or for their family, right? Like, yeah. even in the comments were clowning, like, those, I think, like, the, like, Cantonese, like, family for doing that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you said it to my parents or something, they'd just be like, I mean, you know, finders keepers, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It was it was a little bad though, cause like in the video the car was about to turn in and then like some person just ran into the spot. <laughs> so I can see the controversy there. But uh yeah, I was like, well in the end the person just gave up and just like parked somewhere else. Imagine that. 
Wow. It was it was funny because like in the video, the people were just like, "Oh, there's another spot over there. Why don't you just park over there?" And the people <laughs> the car was just like, "Why don't you just park over there?" And they're like, "Stop being so prideful. Just park over there." And the car, the, the person in the car was like, "What the fuck? Like you park over there?" And then someone just gave up. But I was like, "Dang." Pride really goes like if you have no shame and a lot of pride, you can do a lot of things in this world, and that's yeah, yeah. that's the lesson I wanted. That's the lesson I took away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe you all gotta be a little less, like a little more shameless. Yeah, be a mega Chad. Be a mega Chad. Chad. you know you gotta be a yeah. gotta be a Karen. Uh, yeah. You remember? Okay, so me and Ben one time we went to like Chick Fil A, and like they like I guess they like forgot our order or they just something didn't go through but we were waiting for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. and like you know for a fast food place like that's that's kind of not acceptable but we were very polite and we're just like hey yeah. like, where's our food and then they were just like you know i saw it almost like we were apologizing for making for us waiting and then you know and then we got our food eventually but we were kind of thinking like wait a second like they don't even know what they did wrong you know like we we just stood there and we just got our food and, and like it's cold and then like we're just hungry and like we just you know the later plans and stuff like that i was like biv you were karen that you just yell at them and regardless if you're wrong or right they will apologize to you and go above and beyond to give you the service you didn't deserve so then i'm like that's the move you just always be a karen maybe not right now but once everything cools down go back to being karen <laughs> yeah yeah, this is this is uh, a bad time to be a Karen, but yeah, you're right. Maybe you know, yeah. There's some things worth worth being a Karen for. You just get so much out of being a Karen, but um, <laughs> sometimes sometimes you don't. There are some Karens out there who are like useless as fuck, like the ones that like like got yelled at for not using a mask and then just like dumped their whole car on the floor and left. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> like that is the useless Karen. You don't want to be that Karen ever. Yeah. Be a tactical Karen. No, no, when, no, when to over overdo your rights, and no, when is not the move. Ah, yeah. tactical Karen. That is a good term. Yeah, tactical, tactical Karen. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so just like, wrapping things up because we, I think we eclipsed the hour mark. I don't know when because I don't know when we started, but I, it must have already happened. So we usually ask this question just to like sort of wrap things up. What are your plans post quarantine? uh i would like to go back to the clinic please <laughs> i'm doing online clinic right now and it is no bueno so that's that's what i'm hoping for of course post quarantine is to be let back into hospitals mm-hmm. yeah so i can get a job yeah i also would like a job post quarantine i also just want to like see my friends like one time before we graduate because i haven't graduated yet and I'm just, ho- yeah, I'm just hoping that, like, quarantine lets out or, like, yeah, this, all this, like, coronavirus dies down so we can just have, like, one last go at being stupid college kids. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very fair. That reminds me of that meme. I, I saw a meme recently. It's, like, that meme where, like, it's, like, some black dude and he's, like, crying. And then, like, there's another picture writer and he's, he's like, this or something. And then it was, it was like class of 2020 when they figured out that all their classes, but they have to end senior year online. And it's like him, them crying. And class of 2020 realizing that they don't have to have a whole year of college like online. And they're just like this. <laughs> and then, and then all the comments are like, yeah, 2020 got off easy. And I was like, in the, I was like, huh? So this is the suffering Olympics right now, huh? And then I, I was like, I was about to pull out the, we graduate into a recession. But then I was like, I'll let them have it. 
and I scrolled down. Oh, <laughs> suffering some lives. Yeah, so it's like, like like the Gen Z versus boomers. Oh my god. <laughs> Excellent. Con- uh, you love that. I can't wait for the day when people say Zoomers like they say boomers. Oh my god. Unironically. Zoomers is the worst term. It's like the worst thing I've ever heard. I, I feel like the first time I heard that, I wanted to like just like bury myself in the ground and never hear anything ever again. We, we brought this up on a previous podcast, but did you know after Gen Z, it's going to be like Gen Alpha? And ew, then, ew. Gen Beta. And we were clapping <laughs> really hard. That's oh man, I I saw some boomer refer to Gen Z as I Gen. Oh, I get it. Oh, like, that's good. Ugh. Yeah, like makes my skin crawl. I didn't know we were gonna go to Greek alphabet. I was wondering that, but that's kind yeah, of yeah. There's there's only so many letters you can you can go. I guess. I wonder what they're gonna do after they run out of letters in the Greek alphabet. You know, so it's, it's probably gonna be similar to like like fraternity and stuff when they have like they they double. <laughs> it's gonna be alpha alpha. Generation. Game of the five beta. Dude, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine being generation beta beta, dude. <laughs> L. Be, Everyone in that generation take an L immediately. <laughs> they're all going to be like super chads, like compensate. They're like, <laughs> they're so like, to compensate. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, this pain has been like thrust upon us and we have to like make the most out of the situation. They'll never look down on our generation again. It's like how there's like there's like a generation called the greatest generation. And you're just like, wow, I wonder uh who came up with that name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, wrapping things up. Oh um, yeah. Um this is nuance nonsense. We're not experts, we just like talking, signing out.